Hi, this is Buddy Boyson, and I'm here with my friend John Bailey. We're uh, introducing a new podcast series for South Central Membrane Association that's focused on operators. We're going to go around together and interview a bunch of our friends who are involved in uh, membrane operations for, for water and wastewater treatment. We've got Art here today. Um, to just kick off this podcast. He's the president of Schema. Hey, Art, how about if you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I just want to go ahead and say thanks for having me. And uh, I'll go ahead and, and kick it off. Uh, my name is Art Reese. I'm with El Paso Water. I've been with El Paso Water for 30 plus years and have a total uh, experience in water uh, for 41 years. So I am uh, president of SCMA, and uh, I'm also involved with uh, AMTA. Hey, Art, before we get started, I'd like to ask a question. How, how did you get involved in water? Well, I, I got involved back in the day when I, uh, when I was in the military, uh, in the Navy. Uh, I had a job. Uh, that uh, consisted of working in the engine room. And one of the jobs there was uh, producing water for the ship. And they were mainly, it was mainly for the boilers. But, but uh, that's, how, that's how I ended up uh, uh, learning water. Yeah, that's great. How did you get involved with SCMA, Art? Uh, that was back in... In around 2007, uh, Tim Kirk, we were attending a a, um, a conference in Alamogordo, New Mexico, at the Bergendorf uh, facility, and uh, he approached me and asked me if I'd be willing to become a member. So I said, "Why not?" And uh, I did join at that at that time. That's really cool. Um, hey, Art, as a as a manager of a plant that uses membranes, what what do you how, how do you see the value that Schema provides to your operators? Well, there's great value to this. I I really I, I think it's awesome that that you get to you know by attending Schema uh, seminars uh, trainings. There there's a lot that it provides to you know it brings to the table especially for the operators, you know, you, not only do you get to learn more on what you do, but you also learn on different types of membranes. Yeah, that's great. Are there any programs that you're especially excited about, Art? You know, with SCMA, anything going on with them that you're, you're really excited about? Yes, I'm really excited about the uh, mock trainings that we're developing and holding because that, that, again, you know, it brings a lot to, to the operator, you know, and especially now with, uh, with uh, certification coming up and, and uh, just teaching different aspects of membranes. I'm, I'm really excited about those, too. I know that um, you, you and I have both been instructors during those mock schools. As an instructor of a mock school, um, what, what, would, what would you say that being an instructor was like? Or, or how, how would you relate that experience to others? 
One of, one of my favorite things about being an instructor is that I'm, I'm a hands-on person. So I relate to the operator, you know, uh, yes, looking at the book and, and reading through and everything, but most of us like hands-on things. So I bring a lot of props to, to the training so they could see what we're talking about as we discuss it. And, uh, it, it, um, it adds value to what to the instructor as he's instructing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, you know, you're learning also while you're doing the instruction. You definitely, and plus too, you got to know what you're talking about, so it makes you uh, learn what you're talking about for sure. <laughs> right. Would you say that you were nervous, John, when when you had to do your first mock school or when you got to be an instructor for the first time? Yeah, I was I, I was nervous, and it was more about uh, saying the you know things correctly, you know, and providing accurate information. That that was the biggest thing. But uh, I, I'm I'm an extrovert, so I, I wasn't nervous as far as the public speaking part. But it was just speaking correctly and saying everything uh, right, <laughs> you know, getting all the facts right. Now, now you did yours at New Braunfels. Are, were you at the New Braunfels one? Yes, 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 I was. Uh, I was guiding uh, John through the through the whole thing there, but he he got a really good handle on it. So there was little for me to really, you know, uh, guide him through. So he he did a really good job at that. Yeah, and it was great having you there, Art, to you know to make sure I didn't screw it up. <laughs> so I, was I I saw some of the pictures from that training i wasn't part of it it's a it's a pretty cool facility john what was your favorite thing that you saw in their plant um that that's that's hard to say because it's it's a conventional plant they didn't have you know the membranes that the the membranes that they have were at a different site and so when we got to see that 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 was interesting uh, I, I i think it was more um because it's groundwater that they're treating there, um, but they still had some pre-treatment. You know, the, the 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 basins that they had before the filtration were were interesting to me. The way they had it set up. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, pro probably a little bit different than you guys' facility. Are out of all of the mock schools that you've done or RO workshops, you, you know, out of all the plants that we've toured while doing that, what, what was what was the one of the most interesting plants that you got to see? Wow, I, I think you know all of them because they're all unique. They're they're all a little different. You know, and, and it's always nice to go and take a look and see how how the uh, the other side works. You know, I, I'm I always go and I, I look and I I'm a real observant of of their processes and, you know, what they do and why they do it or how they do it. And I, I bring a lot back to this plant here. Um, you know, there's something that I really like. I try to either implement or change it up some so it'll it'll custom fit to what we're doing here yeah that's the same for me yeah you definitely uh learn some good practices and things to like hey now there's a good way to do it yeah i, I remember sitting out on uh out on your 
your plate settlers, John, looking at the water as it changes, you know, basically from muddy oyster creek water into this beautiful stuff that you feed to your membranes. And, you, you know, Art, I, I think every time that you walk out and you see Kay Bailey just, you know, walking into that plant, there's so much space and it's so well designed. I, I really like the, the tour parts of it a lot. I, I also like the people part, you, you know, um, um, I don't know if either of you guys have any stories that you'd like to relate just about, you know, the way that the people get along when we're doing these shows. Uh, people, people like, uh, they like the tours. They like to, to see, uh, you know, to see how we do things. Um, you know, it's, and one of the things that they like is, you know, the, the pride that, that the operators show, you know, and keeping the place up and running and well maintained. Um, you know, they're 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 just in awe on how you know the, this facility is, is is already 13 years old and is still the same as as it was. You know, from day one. Yeah, I agree. I don't know, John, you got anything you want to add to the, the way that the people are that, that you interact with at Schema? Well, for one thing is I want to get out there to check out Art's plant, for sure. <laughs> but uh, I, I think uh, one thing, you know, in, in it, and I, I think it's really true of people in our industry is that we're, in the, anyways, I'll just say it is uh, you, we're good people. You know, you have to be a good person to really, uh, work the hours and all of the, the stress and the, the hours and the schedules to provide the water for, for folks. And, and I, I think it takes a person with uh, good character to, to do that. And I think that's what people see when they visit us. And, and that's what I hope they see. And that's what I try to convey. I, I want to be the, the person that people trust with their drinking water. And you know, you know what, Don, and I, I totally agree with you. You know, it, it's it's a special breed of 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 people. You know that you you gotta not only know what you're doing, but but be really um, involved. You know, just you know, make it part of your life, so to speak. Yeah. You know. You guys feel like there's other people at Schema that feel that way too, right? Right. I mean, that's that's one of the things that I kind of agree with completely. It seems like we go all over the state. We get to meet really interesting people, and all of them kind of share those feelings. Would Would you guys agree? Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. You know, uh, it, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and, and and even you know, like with the vet, that you know, because they're helping us you know, figure out solutions to, to issues and stuff. And, and they're, they're a big support, you know, to, to operations. And there's so much support behind us that makes, you know, Art and I's job easier is, is, is all of the people that, that are involved in that, that support us and that, you know, run the plants for us. And, you know, buddy, and this is one thing that I, I love about Schema is that, is that all the people that are involved, they're, they're, they're passionate you know, and, and from from the operator all the way to the engineer to the salesperson, everybody contributes something. You know, in this industry, and and it makes it you know very exciting. I I I love talking to the people because 
I learn from them, you know. I may not use it, but it's always good information. You've been, um, you you said that you'd been with the K Bailey plant since around 2007. When when you're talking about learning, there's there's been a lot of changes in our industry since then. What, what what were some of the things that you'd say that you've learned over that period of operating that plant? Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> um, I, you know, just just knowing this plant well. Um, yes, you know, over the years. Um, the membranes really, because that's, that's what it's all about. Um, and, and maintaining, you know, the maintaining of the, of, of your membranes and, and uh, the elements and what you can and can't do and just pushing the plant as far as you can, you know. When, um, when we were at one of the trainings, I remember you were telling the stories about each of the RO trains and that, you know, each of those trains was like their own little child and that each of them had personalities of their own. You're at the spot where you guys are starting to change out membranes. You're at the spot where you're taking advantage of some of these new technologies and you're implementing interstage boosting and you're doing all these things that are really helping moving that technology along how, how would you say that your children have changed or how, how are they handling those changes yeah, yeah that's good so, so let me start from 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 my you know from the beginning so in, in, throughout the years uh you, you get attached to the to these units to the ro units at least i did you know so in learning the process and and all the little little things that these uh, unit, the RO units do, I, I, I consider them like little kids. So I have five RO units and each one had, has their own personality. And uh, I started, you know, I would have that one that was a real good kid. And then you got the, <laughs> the kid that I was so, so, and then I had the, 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 I had that one kid that, uh, that was, seven going on going on 21 you know <laughs> and, and that unit is going to do whatever it wanted it was not going to do what we wanted it to do but you know it, it, it we learned how to work around that and, and i think that's one of the important aspects of of knowing your equipment well you know so so that came to an end here just this in the beginning of this year when we changed out all the membranes so we're new using a new advanced um, membrane uh, membrane element and we're i'm starting from the beginning now so once we get the the uh the interstage booster pumps installed and online you know we're gonna go through that same process and and learn them you know well, now you're a grandpa, so hopefully, hopefully it'll be more fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about it that way, but yeah. yeah. Hey, how, how about you, John? I mean, you, you've been doing membrane filtration for a while now. You, you've been at the at the Sugar, Sugar Land plant for long enough to know all of those little children. How, how are your children doing? Yeah, that, that that's. I'm glad you mentioned it that way because it, it you really do have a 
a difference between each one and they do have, you know, some act better than others. Some you have to, you know, be a little firmer with than others. I wonder if that, I'm, I'm wondering as, as you were talking hard, I, I was wondering about, uh, you know, how birth age has something to do with your kids. And I don't know if, if racks have a birth age. I don't know if it's like, cause it seems like the one at the end of the line is, you know, we have more issues with than the one at the beginning of the line. I don't know. You know what? Um, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, so I have them numbered one through five. Number one was my best kid. And number five was my problem child, you know, <laughs> but you love them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's, it, that, that's the case, and, and um, you know, that you do, you know, view them all, you know, separately, but, you know, t they all go to the same uh, combined effluent, so uh, they're all joined at the hip, but uh, I, I like, you know, just seeing um, when, when, when you do have a problem and then, it, and you get it corrected, you know, that, that's, that's the enjoyable part to to our industry, I feel is that, you know, there's always going to be issues, but, you know, either uh, you like throw up your hands and get dismayed or you say, Hey man, we're going to fix it. And that's what we do. You know, that's what we're here for. Uh, that, that's the one thing is, you know, with automation and everything, you still got to have that person that can go down there and troubleshoot and get it fixed and, you know, put a wrench on things. Right. And, and I agree with that, John. And, you know, and, and like with us, you know, you, you have little things here and there, but at the end, it, it's about, you know, coming through and doing what, what they're designed to do. You know, yeah. we, we can, you know, we, we could go from one RO to five ROs, you know, within the matter of an hour. You know. So it, it doesn't take long. And, and it, it's, it's always, you know, it's always good, you know, that, that you understand and you know your equipment well. I think that's one of the one of the big issues that I see in speaking with other operators, you know, that sometimes they don't they don't take the time to know their equipment well. It's just like knowing your car, what it can and can't do. Right. Yeah. You, you know, you kind of mentioned it there. Um that, that knowing the equipment well, I, I sit more on the engineering side, and I know that sometimes there can be a breakdown when the engineers are trying to explain what the equipment was designed to do. What's what's one kind of technical thing, you, you know, engineer speak, that you've had to learn or one important technical way of relating to your plant that you've had to learn, you know, on, on the job and hopefully when interacting with engineers? Well, it, it's like if you ask any operator, you know, you're going to probably get the same thing, the same answer is that, you know, when, when engineers design and, and build it and they're just seeing it from, from the perspective of, of drawing and this is a way or theory, but, but when you put theory into work, it, 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 it's not always correct. So you have to go in there and make a few tweaks here and there to, to make it work as, as a unit, you know, as a system. So, you know, we, we've, we've learned little things here and there you know, over the course of the years. 
Yeah, this is exactly what I was wondering about. Is there is there one of those things where it broke down between you guys as you know seeing it in real life and the engineers' plans? Is there is there one of those places where you were forced to work with the engineers to kind of both come to that understanding of how the plant should run? Uh, yes, and and that was pretty much in the beginning. Um, what what ended up happening was that the, the the engineers were telling us how to how to operate the plant. But what I, what I ended up doing was that I I, I told you know they they told me here here are the keys you know <laughs> you could go in and run it. I'm like wait a minute you haven't told me how to run this you know how how is this thing supposed to work? So they I, I actually had them uh, pull shifts right along with my guys. You know, show me how this thing is supposed to work, and then we could take it from there. You know, and uh, it, it worked out well. So once we got the hang of it, it was like, okay, we got it. Don't need you. <laughs> we we could take it from here. You know. And you guys have done awesome with it ever since. Yes, it's it's uh, it, it's it's uh, been a lot of learning. You know, especially the especially because it was a brand new plant in the beginning and, you know, and especially of the capacity and the size, making everything work together. I, I have a total of 32 wells that are associated to, with this plant. So not only am I dealing with the plant itself and the equipment, but uh, I have 16 brackish water wells and I have 16 blend water wells. So trying to make everything come together as one was a, was a challenge. It seems like sometimes those wells are, are kind of the the less considered part of it, but they have a whole lot more impact on the plant than you would think. If you're having well problems, it, it impacts right. your plants in so many ways. Yeah, because you know, without the wells, you can't ruin the plant. So, so if you if you don't maintain your well systems and make sure that they're you know that they're operating and 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 they're working well then that, that'll limit what you can do with the plant. You know, the plant itself, it, it's functional, but if you don't, if my, let's say my brackish water wells, if they're not, uh, if they're, if they're not operable or uh, I'm lacking one or I don't have enough water to bring in, then that's an issue. So um, one of the, one of the questions I had, you, you guys have a very impressive room for doing R&D on your plant. You have all the waters in your plant that are running into that room. Do you, do you guys have anything that you're testing right now? Okay. So yeah, we, we call it the research, the research facility, well, the research lab. And, and uh, we worked like uh, with, with NMSU, we worked with uh with the University of Texas El Paso, Texas A&M, um, the Reclamation Bureau. So, so there's several entities that will come in and do research here and there. Uh, the, the latest one that we've done with UTEP and has been on flat sheet membrane. Uh, it, it's, it's um, I, I like, I, I love, I actually love working with these, uh, with these projects because even though I'm not directly involved, but I get to see what, you know, what, what's out there, you know, all the different research that that's going on. So, and, and that's one of the things that a lot of uh, operators don't, don't see. 
but but you know with with SEMA over here we're you know we 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 get to showcase a lot of this stuff you know uh, teach the operator or show the operator hey look this is what's new this is uh you know a new membrane this is a, a new product this is a new pump this is a you know so so we get to showcase a lot of that stuff when, when I got to interview John, we talked a lot about education and public outreach as kind of an underlying theme on our show. And uh, I, I think it's amazing. I think, you know, I, I know so many of the young engineers from UTEP that actually got to work on projects out at your plant. And for me as a membrane person, I think it helps so much, you, you know, getting to, getting to see some of those guys like Guillermo or Isaac Campos or Michelle Brown, um, you, you know, that, that came out of that system. I, I really think that the stuff you guys are doing at El Paso really, really helps our water treatment community to grow. Right. And, and, you know, one of the things that, that in working with researchers, again, because they're, they're, uh, their mindset is a little bit different from the research aspect of it. But, but when what we as operators contribute to them is like, hey, watch out for this. If you do this, this is going to happen. Or if you change that, this is going to happen. You know, so th there's a lot of good uh, interaction between the researcher and the operator, which helps out in the research at the end. Yeah, that's way cool. Hey, um, as a as a El Paso guy, you, you know, I I have to ask the question: Is is there one thing when you travel around the state that you think that people don't understand about El Paso? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because we're so. We're, 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 we're far west over here, and, um, you know, I guess they always think that we're a small town, and but we have a lot going on here, you know. El Paso Water is, is a really awesome place to work at. Uh, there, there's so many different types of, of uh, operating systems in both water and wastewater. Like, we got that advanced water purification facility coming up that we're working on. You know, and that's going to be what I call what I consider a combo plant. Is we're going to take wastewater effluent and treat it into drinking water for the Jonathan Rogers plant. You know, so so there, yeah, it's just um, you know, it just it, it, it. I guess people sometimes may have the small town uh, mind aspect of it. Yeah, I can I can see that, Art. Yeah, because you always think of El Paso as just like a sleepy little town, but it's really a metropolis, huh? Yeah, and it's growing. You know, it's growing pretty quick, and there's a lot going on. How about you, John? About El Paso, I've just passed through El Paso a few times. <laughs> yeah, no, is but are you are you referring to Sugarland? I was gonna say about how you felt about El Paso, but oh, okay. I um I, well, I have I some like other questions. Yeah, I always thought El Paso was neat, and and what it is is like once you get there, you know, okay, I'm back in Texas again, and so I, I was always happy to get to El Paso, you know, because it's, it's it's home, you know, it's Texas. 
So, Art, um, just just kind of uh, in closing, we talked a lot about schema. We talked a lot about about El Paso water. Is there anything about schema that we we may not have covered that you feel like you'd like to talk about? Yes, I, I do. Um, I, I wanna I wanna encourage you know the listeners out there that if if you're not aware of us or you are aware, you know, to please join there, there's a lot of benefits from it. You know, you, you not only interact with, with other operators from different communities and water systems, but, but uh, with the vendors and engineers um, there, there's, it's, it's a whole different ball game. It's, and uh, there's a lot to learn, you know, and pick up and, it's a lot of fun. It's it's not a it, it, it's not one of these mindsets where oh you're an engineer I'm just an operator but you know that the titles go away and it's just you know Tom with Joe hey you know uh, and and it's just a good conversation and and we we're working on our classes and as as we go along with our classes we're developing you know and updating our books and our classes and uh, you know, it's just a great place. It, it's, there's a lot to learn. Yeah, I agree that, that that's right. Art. That, that was good. That was perfect. How about you, John? Is there anything else that you'd like to say before we, before we wrap this up? Well, yeah, like I just said, what Art just said was perfect. You know, that, that that's the thing is that what, and that's what I like the most about SDMA too, to reiterate uh, basically is, is, is there's a lot of, uh, camaraderie and, and it's, it's, uh, I, I, I don't feel like anybody looks down on each other and stuff. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of cooperation and, and a lot of, uh, you know, shared purpose, you know, together. And it's just a great environment for that. You know, you don't, you know, for, for people that come in, they don't, they don't, I don't think they should feel, you know, um, inadequate or anything you know i think everybody is made to feel you know real welcome and and, and as a part of of scma closing thoughts closing thoughts uh well i just wanted to say that uh i really appreciate art being on here today and uh art like like we said and uh, we really appreciate the the direction you've been taking the scma and everything and uh, the, you know, the, the hard work you've been putting in. And, and I wanted to say too, buddy, thank you for initiating this podcast. And I, I feel just lucky to be able to just kind of tag along with you guys and help out where I can. Well, I, I guess in closing, I, I, I'd agree with everything that John said. I'm really excited about this project that we're undertaking. Art, thank you very much for being on our show. We look forward to having you again in the future, you, you know, either in co-host capacity or as a separate interview. This, this was awesome. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I, and I enjoyed this. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, everyone, have a great day. Okay, thank you.